0: Welcome to this audio version of Green Top Guideline number 75 on Cervical Circlage. This guideline was produced on behalf of the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists by Professor Andrew H. Shannon and Dr Lisa Storey. This guideline was published in February 2022. This is the second edition of this guideline. The first edition was published in 2011 under the same name. It supplements NICE Guideline NG25 Preterm, Labour and Birth. Section 1. Key Recommendations Recommendation Women with singleton pregnancies and three or more previous preterm births should be offered a history-indicated cervical circlage. Grade Recommendation? B. Recommendation Women with a singleton pregnancy and a history of spontaneous second trimester loss or preterm birth who have not undergone a history indicated cerclage may be offered serial sonographic surveillance as those who experience cervical shortening may benefit from ultrasound indicated cerclage while those whose cervix remains long, greater than 25 millimeters, have a low risk of second trimester loss or preterm birth Grade of recommendation? B Recommendation. For women with a singleton pregnancy and no other risk factors for preterm birth insertion of cervical ciclage is not recommended in women who have an incidentally identified short cervix. Grade of recommendation. B. Recommendation. In women with a previous unsuccessful transvaginal cerclage, insertion of a transabdominal cerclage may be discussed and considered. Grade of recommendation D. Recommendation In women with a singleton pregnancy, insertion of an emergency cyclage may delay birth by an average of 34 days compared with expectant management or bed rest alone in suitable cases. It may also be associated with a twofold reduction in the chance of birth before 34 weeks of gestation. However, There are only limited data to support an associated improvement in neonatal mortality or morbidity. Grade of Recommendation B Recommendation The choice of transvaginal cerclage technique, high cervical insertion with bladder mobilisation or low cervical insertion, should be done at the discretion of the surgeon. Grade of Recommendation C but the cerclage should be placed as high as is practically possible. Grade of recommendation C. Section 2 Background and Scope. Circlage remains one of the standard options for prophylactic intervention in the care of women at risk of preterm birth and second trimester fetal loss and is used by most obstetricians. Despite difficulties in identifying the population of women who would most benefit, the procedure, a stitch inserted into the cervix, was first performed in 1902 in women with a history of second trimester loss or spontaneous preterm birth suggestive of cervical insufficiency with the aim of preventing recurrent loss. Cervical insufficiency is an imprecise clinical diagnosis frequently applied to women with such a history, where it is assumed that the cervix is weak and unable to remain closed during the pregnancy. Recent evidence suggests that rather than being a dichotomous variable, cervical integrity is likely to be a continuum influenced by factors related not solely to the intrinsic structure of the cervix but also to processes driving premature effacement and dilation. While cerclage may provide a degree of structural support to a weak cervix, its role in maintaining the cervical length and the endocervical mucus plug as a mechanical barrier to ascending infection may be more important. There is a lack of consensus on the optimal cerclage technique, timing of suture placement, the role of amniocentesis before emergency cerclage insertion and optimal care following insertion. Complications are not well documented and often difficult to separate from risks inherent to the underlying condition. The purpose of this guideline is to review the literature and provide evidence based guidance on the use of cerclage in women at risk of preterm birth and second trimester loss. This guideline supplements NICE guideline NG25 Preterm Labour and Birth. See reference 1. Within this document, we use the terms woman and women's health. However, it is important to acknowledge that it is not only people who identify as women for whom it is necessary to access women's health and reproductive services in order to maintain their gynaecological health and reproductive well-being. Gynaecological and obstetric services and delivery of care must therefore be appropriate, inclusive and sensitive to the needs of those individuals whose gender identity does not align with the sex they were assigned at birth. Section 3. Identification and Assessment of Evidence This Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists guideline was developed in accordance with the standard methodology for producing RCOG green top guidelines. See reference 2. The Cochrane Library, including the Cochrane Database of Systematic Reviews, DARE, Embase, TRIP, MEDLINE and PubMed electronic databases, were searched for relevant randomised controlled trials, systematic reviews and meta-analyses. The search was restricted to articles published between 2011 and April 2020. The databases were searched using the relevant MESH terms, including all subheadings, and this was combined with a keyword search. Search words included cervical circlage, cervical sutra, cervical stitch, mid trimester miscarriage, McDonald circlage, Shirod car circlage, infection and cerclage, tocolytics and cerclage, inflammatory mediators and circlage. The search was limited to humans and the English language. The National Library for Health and National Guidelines Clearinghouse were also searched for relevant guidelines and reviews. The full search strategy is available to view online as supporting information. See Appendices S1 and S2. Section 4. Definitions Previous terminology, such as prophylactic, as-a-planned procedure, emergency, Urgent or rescue of cervical sutras or cerclage can be ambiguous. More appropriate nomenclature based on indication for cervical sutra is recommended. The terms below are increasingly used in scientific literature. Term. History indicated cerclage. Insertion of a cerclage as a result of factors in a woman's obstetric or gynaecological history which increase the risk of spontaneous second trimester loss or preterm birth. See reference 3. A history-indicated sutra is performed as a prophylactic measure in asymptomatic women and usually inserted as a planned procedure at 11-14 to weeks of gestation. Term Preterm birth Birth before to 37 plus 0 weeks gestation. Term. Ultrasound-indicated cerclage. Insertion of a cerclage as a therapeutic measure in cases of cervical length shortening seen on transvaginal ultrasound. See reference 3. Ultrasound-indicated cerclage is performed on asymptomatic women who do not have exposed fetal membranes in the vagina. Sonographic assessment of the cervix is usually performed between 14 and 24 weeks of gestation by transvaginal scan and with an empty maternal bladder. Term emergency cerclage also known as physical exam indicated or emergency cerclage. Insertion of cerclage as a salvage measure in the case of premature cervical dilation with exposed fetal membranes in the vagina. See reference 3. This may be discovered by ultrasound examination of the cervix or as a result of a speculum, physical examination performed for symptoms such as vaginal discharge, bleeding or sensation of pressure. It can be considered up to 27 plus 6 weeks gestation. See reference 1. Term, transvaginal cerclage, in brackets, MacDonald. A transvaginal per-string sutra placed at the cervical isthmus junction without bladder mobilisation. See reference 4. Term High transvaginal circlage requiring bladder mobilisation in brackets including shirodkar A transvaginal per-string sutra placed following bladder mobilisation to allow insertion above the level of the cardinal ligaments. See Reference 5 Term Trans-abdominal cerclage A sutra performed via a laparotomy or laparoscopy placing the sutra at the cervico-isthmic junction See Reference 6 Term Occlusion cerclage Occlusion of the external os by placement of a continuous non-absorbable sutra the theory behind the potential benefit of occlusion cerclage is retention of the mucus plug. See reference 7. Section 5. History indicated cerclage. Section 5.1 When should a history indicated cerclage be offered? Recommendation Women with singleton pregnancies and three or more previous preterm births should be offered a history indicated cervical cerclage. Evidence quality one plus, strength B. Rationale for the recommendation: A subgroup analysis of the Medical Research Council and RCOG multicenter trial found benefit was only conferred for women with a history of three or more previous preterm births and/or second trimester losses. Recommendation. History-indicated circlage should not routinely be offered to women with less than three previous preterm births and or second trimester losses without additional risk factors. Evidence quality 1+, plus, strength B. Rationale for the recommendation. Subgroup analysis of the MRC RCOG multicentre trial showed no benefit conferred. Recommendation. It is unknown if the specific characteristics of the previous adverse event are helpful in the decision to place a history-indicated cerclage, e.g. painless dilation, rupture of membranes, prior cervical surgery. Evidence quality 4. Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. Good quality data currently lacking to inform this practice. Evidence to support the recommendation. Cochrane Review concluded that in women with a singleton pregnancy, there was a significant reduction in preterm births compared to controls before 37, 34 and 28 weeks of gestation. In women who had ciclage compared to no cerclage, average risk ratio 0.77, 95% confidence interval 0.66 to 0.89 incorporating nine studies with 2,415 women. Subgroup analysis assessing history-indicated cyclage, short cervix based on one-off ultrasound in women at high risk, short cervix found by serial scan measurements in women at high risk, examination indicated, and short cervix found on scan in populations with low or mixed risk had too few numbers to draw significant conclusions. See Reference 3. Evidence Level 1+. plus. There is no evidence to suggest an effect on perinatal death. Although the authors concluded that cerclage probably leads to a reduced risk of perinatal death when compared to no cerclage, the confidence interval crossed the line of no effect. Risk ratio 0.82, 95% confidence interval, to 1.04, based on 10 studies including 2,927 women. When stillbirths and neonatal deaths were considered separately, the number of events and sample size were reduced considerably. Neonatal morbidity was similar with and without circlage. See reference 3. Evidence level 1+. plus. A pre-specified subgroup analysis of an international multicenter trial which recruited 1,292 women to cerclage or no cerclage, coordinated by the Medical Research Council and the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, found that only women with a history of three or more pregnancies ending before 37 weeks of gestation, n equals 104, benefited from cerclage, which halved the incidence of preterm birth before 33 weeks of gestation. 15% versus 32%. P greater than 0.05. No effect was observed in those with only one birth. Birth before 33 weeks of gestation in the saclage group. 14% versus 17% in the expectant group. Or two previous early births. Birth before 33 weeks of gestation in the cerclage group. 12% versus 14% in the expectant group. See Reference 8, Evidence Level 1+. Subgroup analysis of this study also found no benefit for a history-indicated cerclage in women with previous cervical surgery or uterine abnormalities. The authors concluded that the relatively small numbers in each group limited the reliability of these results. See Reference 8, Evidence Level 1+. The studies that have examined the use of pre-pregnancy techniques, e.g. hysterography, cervical resistance indices, insertion of cervical dilators, to assess cervical weakness, were observational and not designed to test the hypothesis that their use optimised the selection of women for history-indicated cerclage. See References 9 and 10. Evidence Level 3. Section 6. Ultrasound indicated cerclage. Section 6.1. When should an ultrasound indicated cerclage be offered? Recommendation For women with a singleton pregnancy and no other risk factors for preterm birth, insertion of cervical cerclage is not recommended in women who have a short cervix incidentally identified on a late second trimester ultrasound scan. Evidence quality one plus strength B. Rationale for the recommendation: A number of randomised control trials and a meta-analysis have found no benefit of cerclage in women with a cervical length less than 25 millimetres, with no other risk factors for preterm birth. Evidence to support the recommendation: two et al. See reference 11 screened 47,123 women at 22 to 24 weeks of gestation using transvaginal ultrasound to measure cervical length. In 470 women, 1%, the cervix was 15 millimetres or less. Of these women, 253, 54%, agreed to participate in a randomised study comparing Shirod kar circlage N equals 127 with expectant management, N equals 126. The incidence of preterm birth before 33 weeks of gestation was similar in both groups. At 22%, 28 of 127 in the saclage group, versus 26%, 33 of 126 in the control group. Risk ratio 0.84, 95% confidence interval, 0.54 to 1.3. P equals 0.44, with no significant differences in perinatal or maternal morbidity or mortality. Evidence level 1++. This was further confirmed in an individual patient data meta-analysis of four randomized controlled trials of cerclage versus expectant management in women with a short cervix, in which women from the previously discussed randomized controlled trial were included. The meta-analysis reported no overall evidence of benefit of cerclage in women with cervical length less than 25mm who had no other risk factors for spontaneous preterm birth. See Reference 12, Evidence Level 1++ Routine surveillance of women at low risk is not currently recommended by the National Screening Committee. Section 6.1.1 Women with a singleton pregnancy and a history of spontaneous second trimester loss or preterm birth. Recommendation. Women with a history of one or more spontaneous second trimester loss or preterm births who are undergoing ultrasound surveillance of cervical length should be offered cerclage if the cervix is 25 millimetres or less at gestations less than 24 weeks. Evidence quality one strength A rationale for the recommendation a meta-analysis including data from 4 randomized control trials shows that an ultrasound indicated cerclage for cervical shortening less than 25 mm in the presence of a history of one or more spontaneous second trimester losses or preterm births reduces preterm birth prior to 35 weeks gestation recommendation an ultrasound-indicated cerclage is not recommended for funneling of the cervix in brackets dilation of the internal OS on ultrasound in the absence of cervical shortening to 25 millimeters or less in brackets the closed length of the cervix. Evidence quality 2++ Strength C Rationale for the recommendation Observational studies have indicated no association between preterm birth and funnelling alone, in the absence of a short cervix. Evidence to support the recommendation A randomised control trial of ultrasound-indicated cyclage with singleton pregnancies with a history of spontaneous preterm birth between 17 plus 0 and 33 plus 6 weeks of gestation who were found to have a cervical length of less than 25mm detected during serial sonographic examinations between 16 plus 0 and 21 plus 6 weeks of gestation, reported that when compared with expectant management, seclage reduced pre-viable birth at less than 24 plus 0 weeks of gestation, 6.1% versus 14%, P equals 0.03, and perinatal death, 8.8% versus 16%, P equals 0.046, but did not prevent birth at less than 35 plus 0 weeks of gestation, 32% versus 42%, odds ratio 0.67, 95% confidence interval, 0.42 to 1.07, unless cervical length was less than 15 millimeters, Odds ratio 0.23, 95% confidence interval, 0.08 to 0.66. See reference 13, evidence level 1. Similar results were reported from a meta analysis that included 607 pregnancies from four randomized controlled trials of ultrasound indicated cerclage. See reference 14. This study reported that in the subgroup of women with singleton pregnancies with a history of preterm second trimester loss, 16 plus 0 to 23 plus 0 weeks of gestation, or birth before 36 weeks of gestation, CERCLAGE resulted in a significant reduction in birth before 35 weeks of gestation. Risk ratio 0.57, 95% confidence interval, 0.33 to 0.99, and risk ratio 0.61, 95% confidence interval, 0.40 to 0.92 respectively when compared with expectant management this reduction was of a similar magnitude to that observed in the previous study see reference 13 evidence level 1 plus plus there are no studies evaluating ultrasound indicated cerclage performed solely on the presence of funneling however studies have demonstrated that funneling is a function of cervical shortening and does not appear to independently add to the risk of preterm birth associated with cervical length. See reference 15 and 16, evidence level 2 plus plus. Section 6.2 Who should be offered serial sonographic surveillance with a view to ultrasound indicated circlage? Recommendation Women with a history of spontaneous second trimester loss or preterm birth who have not undergone a history-indicated cerclage may be offered serial sonographic surveillance as those who experience cervical shortening less than 25 millimeters may benefit from ultrasound-indicated cerclage. C6.1 Evidence quality 2++ Strength B Rationale for the recommendation A meta-analysis showed similar incidences of preterm birth with history and ultrasound-indicated cerclage in women at high risk. Evidence to support the recommendation. In studies where serial sonographic surveillance of cervical length has been carried out in women with a history of second trimester loss and or spontaneous preterm birth, 40% to 70% of women maintain a cervical length of more than 25mm before 24 plus 0 weeks of gestation. See reference 8, 13 and 16 to 19. In three of these studies, 90% of women who maintained a cervical length of more than 25 millimeters and therefore did not receive cerclage gave birth after 34 weeks of gestation. This suggests that serial sonographic surveillance may differentiate between women with a prior second trimester loss or preterm birth, who might benefit from cerclage and women who do not need intervention. Evidence level 2++ A meta-analysis by Bargella et al. See reference 20 compared pregnancy outcomes in singleton gestations with prior preterm birth that were managed either by cervical length screening with cerclage for short cervical length or history indicated cerclage Cervical length screening with CERCLAGE for short cervical length was associated with similar incidences of preterm birth before 37 weeks, 31% compared with 32%, risk ratio 0.97, 95% confidence interval 0.73 to 1.29, preterm birth before 34 weeks, 17% compared with 23%, risk ratio 0.76. confidence interval 0.48 to 1.2 and perinatal mortality 5% compared with 3% risk ratio 1.77, 95% confidence interval 0.58 to 5.35 compared with history indicated cerclage. In the transvaginal ultrasound group only 42% developed a short cervix and required cerclage. These data support the recommendation that women with a previous second trimester loss or preterm birth can be safely cared for by a serial ultrasound surveillance, and that this may reduce the number of cerclages performed. Evidence level two plus plus. Ultrasound surveillance of cervical length is advocated in women at high and intermediate risk. In element five of the Saving Babies' Lives Care Bundle, see reference twenty one the timing of which is dependent on the woman's history women at high risk include those with a previous preterm birth or second trimester loss between 16 and 34 weeks gestation previous preterm prelabor rupture of membranes pPROM less than 34 weeks previous use of cerclage known uterine variant intrauterine adhesions history of trachelectomy these women are recommended to be reviewed by a preterm prevention specialist by 12 weeks where possible or with the dating scan whichever is sooner and offered transvaginal cervix scanning as a secondary screening test every 2 to 4 weeks between 16 and 24 weeks women at intermediate risk include Women including those who have a history of a previous full dilation C-section. Women with significant cervical excision surgery, i.e. large loop excision of the transformation zone, with an excision depth greater than 1cm, more than 1 procedure or a cone biopsy. These women should undergo a single transvaginal cervix scan no later than 18-22 to weeks as a minimum. These timings are based on a consensus of experts from the UK Preterm Clinical Network. See Reference 22, Evidence Level 4. There is, however, uncertainty as to how to care for these women if a short cervix is identified in women who have had serial screening but do not have a history of a previous preterm birth. An ultrasound-indicated cerclage may be considered. Section 7. Can cervical cerclage be recommended in any other groups of women considered at increased risk of preterm birth? Section 7.1 Multiple Pregnancy Recommendation The insertion of a history or ultrasound-indicated cerclage in women with multiple pregnancies is not recommended. Evidence Quality 1++ Strength B Rationale for the Recommendation Data from meta-analyses indicates no benefit of cerclage in multiple pregnancies without additional risk factors. Evidence to support the recommendation. A meta-analysis of five trials assessed the use of cerclage in multiple pregnancies. 122 women had twin pregnancies and six had triplet pregnancies. Included studies assessed history-indicated cerclage. Ultrasound indicated cerclage and physical exam indicated cerclage. No statistical difference in perinatal death was found between cerclage and no circlage. 19.2% versus 9.5%. Risk ratio 1.74. 95% confidence interval 0.92 to 3.28. 5 trials N equals 262. Significant neonatal morbidity 15.8% versus 13.6%, average risk ratio 0.96, 95% confidence interval 0.13 to 7.10, three trials n equals 116. Or composite perinatal death and neonatal morbidity 40.4% versus 20.3%, average risk ratio. 1.54, 95% confidence interval, 0.58 to 4.11. Three trials, N equals 116. No significant differences were found in secondary outcomes such as preterm birth less than 34 weeks, birth weight below 2,500 grams, respiratory distress syndrome, caesarean section rates and maternal side effects. Subgroups were also assessed. Ultrasound indicated ciclage was associated with an increased risk of low birth weight below 2,500 grams compared to no ciclage Average risk ratio 1.39 95% confidence interval 1.06 to 1.83 Very low birth weight below 1,500 grams average risk ratio 3.31 95% confidence interval 1.58 to 6.91. And respiratory distress syndrome. Average risk ratio 5.07. 95% confidence interval 1.75 to 14.7. However, the numbers in these subgroups were small, so results should be interpreted with caution. See reference 23. Evidence level 1 Jarder et al. See reference 24. Also assessed the efficacy of twin pregnancies treated with progesterone, pessary, or cerclage, in a meta-analysis, no intervention significantly reduced the risk of preterm birth less than 34 or 37 weeks gestation, or neonatal death compared to a control group. Evidence level one plus. Data from a multi-center retrospective cohort study in twins where women with a cervix less than 25 millimeters. Between 16 and 24 weeks gestation, either had ultrasound-indicated cerclage, N equals 57, or no cerclage, N equals 83. Found that there were no differences in gestational age at birth or spontaneous preterm birth less than 28 weeks. 12 versus 20, adjusted odds ratio 0.3, 95% confidence interval 0.68 to 1.37. In the subgroup of women with cervical length less than 15 millimetres, cyclage N equals 32 and controls N equals 39, the interval between diagnosis to birth was significantly prolonged. 12.5 plus minus 4.5 versus 8.8 plus minus 4.6 weeks. P less than 0.001. Spontaneous preterm birth less than 34 weeks was significantly decreased. 16 versus 31, adjusted odds ratio 0.51, 95% confidence interval 0.31 to 0.83, as was admission to neonatal intensive care unit when the ultrasound indicated group was compared with the control group. However, there was no difference in rates of preterm birth at gestations less than 32 weeks, less than 28 weeks and less than 24 weeks. And no effect on perinatal mortality. 11.3% versus 16.6%. P equals 0.46. Numbers in this study are small. And further randomised control trials are therefore required. To assess the effect of ultrasound indicated circlage. Based on different cervical lengths. See reference 25. Evidence level 2++. Stop it too is a randomised controlled trial of the Arabin pessary to prevent preterm birth in twin pregnancies with a short cervix. Data collection is now complete and the results are currently being analysed. See reference 26. Section 7.2, Cervical Surgery, Trauma and Uterine Abnormalities. Recommendation. The role of history or ultrasound-indicated circlage is uncertain in other high risk groups who display no additional risk factors such as women with malarian anomalies previous cervical surgery such as cone biopsy large loop excision of the transformation zone or destructive procedures such as laser ablation or diathermy or multiple dilation and evacuation evidence quality 1 plus strength B Rationale for the recommendation An individual patient data meta analysis showed no difference in preterm birth before 35 weeks. Evidence to support the recommendation Local excisional treatment of the cervix has been shown to be associated with an increased risk of preterm birth. A meta analysis of 27 retrospective cohort studies showed an increased risk of preterm birth less than 37 weeks gestation when cold knife conization was compared to no treatment 14% versus 5% risk ratio 2.59 95% confidence interval 1.8 to 3.72 and large loop excision of the transformation zone versus no treatment 11% versus 7% risk ratio 1.7 95% confidence interval, 1.24 to 2.35. No increased risk was associated with laser ablation. See reference 27. Women with cervical intraepithelial neoplasia have been shown to have an increased background risk of preterm birth compared to the general population. 5.9% versus 5.6%. Risk ratio one24 confidence interval, 1.14 to 1.35. But the risk of preterm birth is higher in women who have undergone more than one treatment. 13.2% versus 4.1%. Risk ratio, 3.78. 95% confidence interval, 2.65 to 5.39. And with increasing depth of excision, less than or equal to 10 to 12 millimetres, 7.1% versus 3.4% risk ratio 1.54, 95% confidence interval, 1.09 to 2.18, greater than or equal to 10 to 12 millimetres, 9.8% versus 3.4%, risk ratio 1.93, 95% confidence interval, 1.62 to 2.31, greater than or equal to 15 to 17 millimetres, 10.1% versus 3.4%, risk ratio 2.77, 95% confidence interval 1.95 to 3.93, greater than or equal to 20mm, 10.2% versus 3.4%, risk ratio 4.91, 95% confidence interval 2.06 to 11.68, see reference 28, evidence level 1+. plus. Kindinger et al., see reference 29, aimed to develop a screening model to differentiate women into high and low risk for preterm birth after excisional treatment of cervical intraepithelial neoplasia. Longitudinal cervical length data from 725 pregnant women post-treatment attending preterm surveillance clinics over a 10-year period was analysed. Of these... 13.5% of women received an ultrasound-indicated cerclage and 9.7% gave birth prior to 37 weeks gestation, 24.5% of these despite receiving cervical cerclage. Accuracy parameters of interval reduction in cervical length between longitudinal second trimester measurements were undertaken and a reduction in cervical length of less than 10% between measurements identified women at low risk of preterm birth who did not require further surveillance. However, the study was retrospective and a direct comparison population was lacking. Prospective studies are required to investigate this further. Evidence level 2+. plus. A consensus of experts from the UK Preterm Clinical Network has recommended women with a history of significant cervical excision surgery, i.e., us that's large loop excision of the transformation zone, where greater than 10mm excised or more than one let's procedure or a cone biopsy should be referred to a preterm birth prevention specialist and a single transvaginal cervical scan should be performed between 18 and 22 weeks as a minimum. Women with a known uterine variant should be referred to a preterm prevention specialist by 12 weeks gestation where possible and offered transvaginal screening every 2-4 to weeks between 16 and 24 weeks gestation See Reference 22 Evidence Level 4 The existing published studies are either inadequately controlled or include insufficient numbers to be able to make evidence-based recommendations regarding efficacy of cerclage in these groups of women The individual patient data meta-analysis of ultrasound-indicated cerclage, see reference 14, subgroup analysis of those women with a history of cone biopsy, N equals 64, or more than one dilation and evacuation, N equals 131, showed no difference in preterm birth before 35 weeks of gestation in the cerclage group compared with the expectant management group. Risk ratio 1.18. 95% 95% confidence interval, 0.57 to 2.45, and risk ratio 0.91, 95% confidence interval, 0.57 to 1.47, respectively. However, the authors concluded that the results should be interpreted with caution, owing to the small numbers of women. There were insufficient women with malarian anomalies or diethylstilbestrol exposure, to perform subgroup analyses. Evidence level 1- minus The Medical Research Council and Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists study of history-indicated cerclage reported that in a subgroup analysis of women with a history of cone biopsy or cervical amputation, n equals 138, there was no significant difference in birth before 33 plus 0 weeks of gestation in the cerclage group compared with the expectant group 19% versus 22% See Reference 8 Evidence Level 1 Plus Section 7.3 Women with a Raised BMI Body Mass Index Recommendation Circlage is effective in women with a raised BMI Evidence Quality 1- minus Strength B Rationale for the Recommendation A secondary analysis of a randomised controlled trial showed no evidence cerclage was less effective in women with a raised BMI. Evidence to support the recommendation. A secondary analysis of a multi-centre randomised controlled trial included women with an increased BMI above 25kg per metre squared and cervical shortening less than 25mm who were randomly assigned to cerclage or no cerclage BMI has purported to be associated with preterm birth due to a heightened inflammatory response. In the cyclage group, N equals 148, BMI had no effect. But in the non-cyclage group, P equals 153, increasing BMI was inversely associated with gestational age at birth. However, the result was driven by several women with an extremely high BMI, above 47, kilograms per meter squared See reference 30 Evidence level 1 1-. minus Section 8 Transabdominal cerclage Section 8.1 When should a transabdominal cerclage be considered Recommendation In women with a previous unsuccessful transvaginal cerclage insertion of a transabdominal cerclage may be discussed and considered evidence quality 1 plus strength a rationale for the recommendation evidence is derived from a multi-center randomized control trial randomizing women to transabdominal cyclage high vaginal or low vaginally placed cyclage recommendation transabdominal cyclage can be performed preconceptually or in early pregnancy Preconceptual procedures may be more effective and are not associated with subfertility. Evidence quality 4. Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. Preconceptual insertion should be considered as it does not affect fertility rates and technically may be easier with lower anaesthetic and fetal risks. Evidence to support the recommendation. A transabdominal cerclage is usually inserted following an unsuccessful vaginal cerclage or extensive cervical surgery. The Maverick study, M-A-V-R-I-C, a multicenter randomized controlled trial of transabdominal versus transvaginal cerclage, randomized women to receive transabdominal cerclage, high vaginal cerclage, or low vaginal cerclage either before conception or at less than 14 weeks of gestation. The data for 111 of 139 women who were recruited and who conceived were analysed. 39 had transabdominal cerclage, 39 had high vaginal cerclage, and 33 had low vaginal cerclage. Rates of preterm birth less than 32 weeks gestation were significantly lower in women who received transabdominal cerclage. Compared with low vaginal cyclage, 8% versus 33%, risk ratio 0.23, 95% confidence interval, 0.07 to 0.76, P equals 0.0157. The number needed to treat to prevent one preterm birth was 3.9, 95% confidence interval, 2.32 to 12.1. There was no difference in preterm birth rates between high and low vaginal cerclage. See reference 31. However, a previous retrospective study has indicated that the higher a cerclage is placed in cases of short cervix, the lower the subsequent odds of preterm birth. See reference 32. Evidence level 2 minus. There are no randomized controlled studies directly comparing the insertion of a preconceptual transabdominal cerclage with insertion in early pregnancy. Tulundi et al. see reference 33 evaluated 16 studies of abdominal cerclage involving 678 cases, finding no difference in the live birth rate when the cerclage was performed before or during pregnancy. However, Preconceptual insertion should be considered when possible because of reduced anesthetics risk and the technical advantage of operating on the uterus of a woman who is not pregnant. Furthermore, there is no evidence that preconceptual transabdominal cerclage has any detrimental impact on fertility or care and treatment of early miscarriage. Evidence level 2 plus. Subgroup analysis. Of a randomised control trial comparing abdominal cerclage with vaginal cerclage, low or high, included women with a history of previous second trimester loss or preterm birth despite having a previous low vaginal cerclage. Women in the abdominal cerclage group had the surgery before conception. There was no difference between time to conception between the two groups. Hazard ratio 1.34. 95% confidence interval, 0.72 to 2.5. P equals 0.35. Rates of conception at 6, 12 and 18 months were similar. See reference 34. Evidence level 1 plus. Section 8.2. Should an abdominal cyclage be performed laparoscopically? Recommendation. Laparoscopic and open abdominal circlage have similar efficacy. The laparoscopic approach is associated with fewer complications and can be considered where suitable surgical expertise is available. Evidence quality 2 plus, strength C. Rationale for the recommendation A meta analysis has indicated no difference in second trimester loss or birth rates after 34 weeks between insertion laparoscopy or laparotomy. Evidence to support the recommendation. Tulandai et al, see reference 33, evaluated the efficacy of abdominal cerclage via laparoscopy versus laparotomy, including 16 studies and a total of 678 cases. They found no difference in the rates of third trimester birth and live birth rates via laparoscopy or laparotomy. 97.3% to 100% and 100% respectively. Evidence level 1+. plus. A prospective cohort study assessed women who underwent laparoscopic abdominal cervical cerclage and compared them with a historical cohort of women who underwent the same procedure by a laparotomy. Fetal survival rate post-cerclage was similar in the two groups, 98% versus 100% but complications were more common in the laparotomy group, 22% versus 2%. There were no conversions to laparotomy in the laparoscopy group. See reference 35, evidence level 2 A meta-analysis including 6 studies using the laparoscopic approach and 26 studies using the abdominal approach found no difference in second trimester loss. 8.1% laparoscopic versus 7.8% or birth rates after 34 weeks 78.5% versus 84.8% in the two groups. However, this was not a direct comparison of the two modalities. See reference 36. A further meta-analysis comparing laparoscopic versus open abdominal cyclage found no difference in the third trimester birth or live birth rates. See reference 33. Evidence level 2+. plus. Case reports have also been published regarding the insertion of an abdominal cyclage using a robotic assisted technique. See reference 37 and 38. Further studies are needed to assess its efficacy. Evidence level 3. Section 8.3. How should women who experience delayed miscarriage or fetal death be cared for? Recommendation. Decisions on care and treatment in cases of delayed miscarriage or fetal death in women with an abdominal cerclage can be difficult and women's decision making should be aided by a senior obstetrician. Evidence quality 4. Strength. Good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. No studies have been performed but senior clinicians should be involved in these decisions. Recommendation Complete evacuation through the stitch by suction curettage or by dilation and evacuation up to 18 weeks of gestation may be performed. Alternatively the sutra may be cut usually via posterior colpotomy. Failing this a hysterotomy may be required or cesarean section may be necessary the woman's decision should be aided by a senior obstetrician evidence quality 4 strength d rationale for the recommendation case reports have been published regarding evacuation through a transabdominal circlage or cutting of the sutra evidence to support the recommendation Carers should be aware of the potential psychological sequelae associated with foetal death and miscarriage and women and their families supported by debriefing services and the offer of counselling. Families should also be signposted to the relevant patient support groups. There are no studies evaluating the different methods of uterine evacuation in the event of foetal demise or the need to terminate a pregnancy. The use of techniques described above has been reported by experienced clinicians and in case reports. See References 39 and 40. Evidence Level 3. Section 9. Emergency ciclage. Section 9.1. When should a rescue ciclage be discussed and considered? Recommendation. The decision to place an emergency sutra should be individualised, taking the parent's views carefully into account. The balance is between a useful prolongation of pregnancy with its reduced neonatal morbidity and mortality against the possibility of prolonged severe neonatal morbidity in a baby that might otherwise die. The woman's decision should be aided by a senior obstetrician. Evidence quality two plus strength D. Rationale for the recommendation individualization of care is paramount considering the risks and benefits. Recommendation Insertion of an emergency cyclage may delay birth by approximately thirty four days in suitable cases. Confidence interval eighteen to fifty days compared with expectant management or bed rest alone. It may also be associated with a twofold reduction in the chance of birth before 34 weeks of gestation. However, there are only limited data to support an associated improvement in neonatal mortality or morbidity. Evidence quality 2 minus. Strength B. Rationale for the recommendation A systematic review, including cohort studies, both prospective and retrospective and randomised control trials. Recommendation Advanced dilation of the cervix more than 4cm or membrane prolapse beyond the external os appears to be associated with a high chance of cyclage failure. Evidence quality 3 Strength D Rationale for the recommendation Data are derived from uncontrolled studies. Evidence to support the recommendation Ishanipur et al., see reference 41, undertook a systematic review to estimate the effectiveness of physical examination indicated cerclage in the presence of cervical dilation and exposed membranes in the second trimester. Both cohort studies and randomised control trials were included comparing women who underwent expectant management with cervical dilation between 14 and 27 weeks gestation. Ten studies were included, although only one was a randomised control trial. Two were prospective cohort studies and seven were retrospective cohort studies. 64% that's 485 underwent cerclage and 36% that's 272 had expectant management. Cerclage was associated with increased neonatal survival. 71% compared with 43%, risk ratio 1.65, 95% confidence interval, 1.19 to 2.28, and prolongation of pregnancy, mean difference 33.98 days, 95% confidence interval, 17.88 to 50.08. Birth at all preterm gestations, except those prior to 24 weeks, was reduced. However, details regarding the exact degree of dilation at time of cerclage were not given. Randomised control trials are warranted to identify the women most likely to benefit from emergency cerclage. Evidence level 2+. There is no clear evidence that the gestation at which the cerclage is inserted affects the magnitude of prolongation of the pregnancy. However, consideration should be given to the fact that in cases presenting before 20 weeks of gestation, insertion of an emergency ciclage is highly likely to result in a preterm birth before 28 weeks of gestation. Furthermore, emergency cyclage can rarely be justified beyond 24 weeks gestation due to the potential risk of iatrogenic membrane rupture and subsequent preterm birth. The aforementioned studies have not provided an analysis of prolongation of pregnancy in relation to cervical dilation. However, several other uncontrolled studies have suggested the presence of membrane prolapse beyond the external os and or cervical dilation greater than 4 cm are significant predictors of cerclage failure. In view of the absence of a control group in these studies, it is not clear whether this observation relates to treatment failure or a more advanced underlying process That makes this group of women inherently more likely to give birth. See reference 42 to 44. Evidence level 2 minus. Section 9.2 What are the contraindications to cerclage insertion? Recommendation The contraindications to cerclage insertion are Active preterm labour Clinical evidence of chorioamnionitis continuing vaginal bleeding preterm prelabor rupture of membranes evidence of fetal compromise lethal fetal defect fetal death evidence quality 4 strength good practice point rationale for the recommendation it is important to offer the procedure to women most likely to benefit Section 9.3. What information should be given to women before cerclage insertion? Recommendation. Before history or ultrasound-indicated cerclage insertion, women should be given verbal and written information about potential complications. Before any type of cerclage insertion, women should be informed of the following. There is a small risk of intraoperative bladder damage, cervical trauma, membrane rupture, and bleeding during insertion of cervical cerclage. Evidence quality 2 minus. Strength D. Rationale for the recommendation: data limited to case series and case reports. Cervical cerclage may be associated with a risk of cervical laceration or trauma. If there is spontaneous labour with the sutra in place. Evidence quality 2 minus. Strength D. Rationale for the recommendation. Data are limited to case reports and series. High vaginal cyclage inserted with bladder mobilisation usually requires anaesthetic for removal and therefore carries the risk of an additional anaesthetic. Evidence quality 4. Strength good practice point. For women undergoing non emergency soclage, they should be informed of the following Vaginal soclage insertion is not associated with an increased risk of preterm, pre labour rupture of membranes, chorioamnionitis, induction of labour, or caesarean section. Evidence quality 1 plus. Strength B. Rationale for the recommendation There is no evidence to suggest there is a correlation. From existing studies. The insertion of a cervical sutra is not associated with an increased risk of preterm birth or second trimester loss. Evidence quality 1 plus. Strength B. Rationale for recommendation An IPD meta analysis showed no increase in preterm birth or second trimester loss. Cervical cerclage may be associated with a risk of cervical laceration or trauma if there is a spontaneous labour with the sutra in place. Evidence quality 1+, plus, strength B. Rationale for the recommendation. An IPD meta-analysis showed a doubling of the risk of pyrexia, but no apparent increase in chorioamnionitis. Evidence to support the recommendation. Although women are often routinely informed of a number of potential complications associated with cerclage insertion, including preterm pre labour rupture of membranes, second trimester loss, preterm labour, infection, bleeding, and bladder or cervical damage, there is little published evidence to support this. None of the randomised studies of cervical cerclage have been designed or adequately powered to assess the risk of maternal morbidity. And to date, none of the larger studies of history or ultrasound indicated circlage have reported an increase in preterm pre labour rupture of membranes, preterm birth, or second trimester loss. See reference 8, 13, and 45. Intraoperative complications, including bladder damage, cervical trauma, membrane rupture, and bleeding, are reported but are rare, less than 1%. See reference 8, 11 and 13. Fistula formation has been reported as a late, rare complication. See reference 46. Evidence level 2- An IPD meta-analysis of seven randomised studies of cerclage insertion combining data from studies of both history-indicated and ultrasound-indicated cerclage found that circlage was associated with an increased risk of maternal pyrexia. Odds ratio 2.35, 95% confidence interval, 1.37 to 4.05. But there was no evidence of an increase in chorioamnionitis. Odds ratio 0.73, 95% confidence interval, 0.36 to 1.46. Preterm prelabor rupture of membranes. Odds ratio 0.92. confidence interval, 0.62 to 1.35. Induction of labour or caesarean birth. Odds ratio for spontaneous labour for no cyclage, 0.81. 95% confidence interval, 0.65 to 1.02. See reference 47. Evidence level 1+. In a retrospective review of 251 cyclages, including 49 rescue and 202 history-indicated sutras. Over a 7.5-year period, cervical laceration requiring suturing at the time of birth was reported in 11% of Shirodkar and 14% of MacDonald procedures, which was higher than reported in 55,688 other births occurring during the same period, 2%. See reference 48. Although this was statistically significant, P less than 0.025, this result is highly susceptible to reporting bias. Evidence level 2 minus. Several case series have reported high risks of membrane rupture and infection associated with emergency cyclage. However, the lack of a control group makes it difficult to separate the procedure-related risk from that inherent to the underlying condition. See reference 49. Evidence level 2 minus. Prior to Ciclage insertion, women should be given appropriate verbal and written information. Patient information can be found on the RCOG website. See reference 50. Section 10 Pre operative management. Section 10.1. What investigations should be performed before insertion of cervical cerclage? Recommendation Women should be offered a first trimester ultrasound scan and screening for aneuploidy before the insertion of a history-indicated sutra to ensure both viability, singleton pregnancy and the absence of lethal or major fetal anomaly. Evidence quality 4 Strength, good practice point Rationale for the recommendation, this is considered good practice. Recommendation Before ultrasound indicated or emergency cyclage, it is preferable to ensure an anomaly scan has been performed. Evidence quality, 4 Strength, good practice point Rationale for the recommendation, this is considered good practice. Recommendation Maternal white cell count and C-reactive protein to detect chorioamnionitis before insertion of an emergency saclage can be used to aid management. The decision to perform these tests should be based on the overall clinical picture but in the absence of clinical signs of chorioamnionitis the decision for emergency cyclage need not be delayed. Evidence quality 2- Strength D Rationale for the recommendation there is limited evidence to inform this. However, it is good practice to ensure there are no signs of developing infection in the mother. Evidence to support the recommendation: Several studies have linked a raised maternal C-reactive protein level with histological evidence of chorioamnionitis in cases of preterm labour or preterm pre-labour rupture of membranes. However, the sensitivity and specificity are considered poor and they should be used in conjunction with clinical features. See reference 51 and 52. In an uncontrolled retrospective review of 17 cases of emergency cyclage, the authors reported that a pre-operative C-reactive protein value below 4.0 mg per deciliter and a maternal white cell count less than 14,000 per microliter were associated with prolongation of pregnancy compared with women with values above these cut-offs. Interpretation of these results was confounded by the degree of cervical dilation such that those women with higher values also had more advanced cervical dilation. Evidence level 2 minus. Section 10.2 Should amniocentesis to detect infection be performed before rescue or ultrasound-indicated circlage. Recommendation. There is insufficient evidence to recommend routine amniocentesis before rescue or ultrasound-indicated circlage, as there are no clear data demonstrating improved outcomes. Evidence quality 4, strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. There is no evidence to support routine amniocentesis prior to emergency ciclage. Recommendation. In selected cases where there is suspicion of intra-amniotic infection, amniocentesis may be performed to aid the decision about emergency ciclage as the presence of infection is associated with a poor prognosis. Evidence quality 3. Strength D. Rationale for the recommendation. No randomised controlled trials... Have investigated the use of amniocentesis prior to emergency circlage, but it may be considered on an individual basis. Recommendation Amniocentesis before emergency circlage does not appear to increase the risk of preterm birth before 28 weeks of gestation, but there is likely to be some risk from the procedure. Evidence quality 2 plus strength D. Rationale for the recommendation this is based on limited numbers of women. Evidence to support the recommendation. Several studies have reported an association between poor pregnancy outcome and the presence of intraamniotic infection or inflammation diagnosed by amniocentesis in women presenting with a dilated cervix, whether or not they undergo emergency cyclage. See reference 53 and 54. However, none of these studies were randomised and are therefore susceptible to selection bias, with the majority of women undergoing amniocentesis at the discretion of the individual physician. Rates of intra-amniotic infection vary from 13% to 51%, depending on the criteria used to define a positive result and the population selected. See reference 55 to 57. Furthermore, the low specificity of amniocentesis could deny women cerclage who may have benefited from the procedure. The incidence of intraamniotic infection in ultrasound indicated cerclage is about one to two percent. Evidence level three. Eroldi et al. See reference fifty-five, identified one hundred and twenty-two women between fifteen plus zero and twenty-five plus six weeks of gestation with a dilated cervix between one and four centimeters. 24, 20%, of these had an amniocentesis performed. Following multivariate regression analysis, the authors concluded that an amniocentesis did not independently contribute to preterm birth before 28 weeks of gestation. P equals 0.90. Evidence level 2+. Section 10.2.1 is amnioreduction before emergency recyclage recommended? Recommendation. There is an absence of data to either refute or support the use of amnioreduction before insertion of an emergency recyclage and this should therefore not be carried out. Evidence quality 3. Strength D. Rationale for the recommendation. Data are currently lacking. Evidence to support the recommendation Several small studies have reported successful prolongation of pregnancy using amnioreduction before cerclage but the absence of a valid control group makes it impossible to draw any evidence-based conclusion as to its contribution to the outcome. See references 58 to 60 Evidence Level 3 Section 10.2.2 Should a latency period be observed between presentation and insertion of a rescue or ultrasound-indicated cerclage? Recommendation. Each case should be managed on an individual basis. Evidence quality, 4. Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. There are no studies to support immediate versus delayed cerclage insertion in either rescue or ultrasound-indicated procedures. Evidence to support the recommendation. The interval between presentation and sutra insertion varies between studies. Any delay must balance the risk of inserting a sutra in a cervix that is inevitably going to continue dilating against the increased risk of ascending infection. Section 10.2.3 Should routine genital tract screening for infection be carried out before cerclage insertion? Recommendation Routine genital tract screening should not be undertaken before cerclage insertion. Evidence quality 4 Strength good practice point Rationale for the recommendation Data are currently lacking to support this practice. Recommendation In the presence of a positive culture from a genital swab, antimicrobial therapy should be decided on an individual basis after discussion with the microbiology team. Evidence quality 4. Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. This should be considered on an individual basis. Evidence to support the recommendation. No prospective studies have assessed the benefit of microbial screening prior to ciclage insertion. However, a small retrospective study of 65 consecutive cases found variable colonisation and antibiotic sensitivities and no antibiotic would empirically treat all pathogens. See reference 61. Evidence level 3. Section 11. Operative issues. Section 11.1. Should perioperative tocolysis be used for insertion of cerclage? Recommendation There is no evidence to support the use of routine perioperative tocolysis in women undergoing insertion of cerclage. This should be considered on an individual basis. Evidence quality 4 Strength, good practice point Rationale for the recommendation There are no data to support the use of tocolysis at the time of cerclage insertion at present. Evidence to support the recommendation. In most of the existing randomised studies, the majority of women allocated cerclage also received perioperative tocolysis, most commonly indomethacin. Consequently, there is no control group available for comparison. However, a retrospective cohort study involving 101 women who underwent ultrasound-indicated cyclage, reported that the rate of preterm birth before 35 weeks of gestation was not significantly different in women who received indomethacin for 48 hours following the procedure, compared with those who did not. 39% versus 34%. See reference 62. There is a paucity of adequately powered trials to compare the use of perioperative tocolysis, with circlage alone. Evidence Level 4 Section 11.2 Should perioperative antibiotics be given? Recommendation The decision for antibiotic prophylaxis at the time of circlage placement should be at the discretion of the operating team. Evidence Quality 1- minus Strength C Rationale for the recommendation Data to support antibiotic use are limited to one randomised controlled trial, also assessing the use of indomethacin. Evidence to support the recommendation. A randomised controlled trial was conducted, evaluating perioperative indomethacin and antibiotic administration at the time of examination indicated Sir 53 women were enrolled and three were lost to follow-up. A greater proportion of pregnancies were prolonged By 28 days, among women who received indomethacin and perioperative antibiotics, P equals 0.01. See reference 63. However, numbers were limited and concerns have been raised regarding the use of indomethacin due to premature closure of the ductus arteriosus in the baby. Evidence level 1 minus. Section 11.3. What method of anaesthesia should be employed for the insertion of cerclage? Recommendation. The choice of anaesthesia should be made by the operating team in conjunction with the woman. Evidence quality 2+. plus. Strength B. Rationale for the recommendation. Data from a multicentre retrospective cohort study indicates that both general and regional anaesthesia are safe. The decision should be made on a case-by-case basis and justified. Evidence to support the recommendation. There are no randomised control trials comparing general with regional anaesthesia for insertion of cervical cerclage. A multicenter retrospective cohort study of 487 cases of cervical cerclage compared the type of anaesthesia with obstetric outcomes finding that both general and regional anaesthesia could be safely used. General anaesthesia was associated with a shorter recovery time but a higher demand for opioid and non-opioid analgesia. See reference 64. The choice of anaesthesia should be made on a case-by-case basis. Evidence level 2+. plus. Section 11.4 Can cerclage be performed as a day case procedure? Recommendation, elective transvaginal cerclage can safely be performed as a day case procedure. Evidence quality, two plus. Strength, C. Rationale for the recommendation. A retrospective study has shown no difference in short-term complications between day case and inpatient procedures. Evidence to support the recommendation. Golan et al., see reference 65, Retrospectively compared 125 cases of elective outpatient cyclage with 101 cases of inpatient cyclage, during which women received complete bed rest in hospital for 48 hours post-operatively. There was no significant difference in short-term complications or pregnancy outcome, but hospital stay was significantly shorter for those managed as planned day cases. Evidence level 2+. plus. Section 11.5 Which technique and material should be used? Recommendation The choice of sutra material should be at the discretion of the surgeon and non-absorbable sutra should be used. Evidence quality 4 Strength, good practice point Rationale for the recommendation Trials are currently in progress to inform the use of sutra material. At present, this should be at the discretion of the surgeon. Recommendation The choice of transvaginal cerclage technique, high cervical insertion with bladder mobilisation or low cervical insertion should be at the discretion of the surgeon but the cerclage should be placed as high as practically possible. Evidence quality 2+, plus. strength C. Rationale for the recommendation. Secondary analysis of data and small randomised control trials have found no difference in outcomes between the techniques of soclage. This should therefore be at the discretion of the surgeon. Recommendation. There is no difference between using two per-string sutras and one single sutra and should be at the discretion of the surgeon. Evidence quality 1 plus, strength B. Rationale for the recommendation. Limited data from small randomised controlled trials indicates there is no evidence to support the placement of two sutras in preference to one. Recommendation. The insertion of a cervical occlusion sutra in addition to the primary circlage is not routinely recommended. Evidence quality 1 minus. Strength C. Rationale for the recommendation. There is no evidence to support this practice one randomised control trial has been performed but was stopped due to slow recruitment and lack of efficacy. Evidence to support the recommendation. There is insufficient evidence to support any specific technique for cyclage insertion. One small randomised control trial compared Shirod car, N equals 34 and MacDonald cyclage, N equals 34 versus bed rest, N equals 30 in women with no evidence of infection. No difference in the preterm birth or perinatal outcomes was found between the three groups. See reference 66. Evidence level one minus. In a secondary analysis of singleton pregnancy data from four randomized trials of cervical cyclage in women with a short cervix, there was no significant difference in the rate of birth before 33 weeks of gestation in those with a McDonald's cyclage compared with those with a Shirodkar Sutra once adjusted for confounding factors. Odds ratio 0.55, 95% confidence interval, 0.2 to 1.3. See reference 67. These results should be interpreted with caution since the study was not sufficiently powered to detect a statistically significant difference in this outcome. Evidence level 2+. A secondary analysis was conducted from a multicenter trial of ultrasound indicated cerclage for short cervical length, in which women with a prior spontaneous preterm birth, 16 to 34 weeks, with a singleton pregnancy and cervical length less than 25 millimeters between 16 and 23 weeks, were randomized to McDonald's cerclage or no cerclage. Outcomes of women who underwent cerclage were analysed by the type of suture material comparing polyester braided thread to mercerine tape. 138 women were included. 84 had polyester braided thread, 56 had mercerine tape, 8 had monofilament and were excluded from the analysis. Rates of preterm birth less than 35 weeks were similar between polyester braided thread and mercerine tape. See reference 68. A randomised controlled trial is currently ongoing, assessing the type of sutra material. See reference 69. Evidence level 2+. Two randomised controlled trials have been performed comparing the efficacy of single versus double cerclage. Both concluded there was no significance in preterm birth rates. One, comprising of 33 women, Found that the preterm birth rate less than 34 weeks was comparable between the two groups. 10.5% versus 35.7%. P equals 0.106. See reference 70. The second found there was no significant difference in prolongation of the pregnancy between single and double cyclage. However, preterm birth less than 33 weeks was not experienced by any of the women in the double cyclage group and 5 in the single soclage group. See reference 71. The total number of participants in both studies was very small so limited conclusions can be drawn. Further randomised control trials are warranted to assess whether double soclage may be superior to single. Evidence level 1- There are limited data on the role of cervical occlusion at the time of soclage. The only multi center randomized controlled trial was stopped early due to slow recruitment and an interim analysis showing no benefit of occlusion. See reference 72, evidence level 1 minus. Section 12, adjuvant management. Section 12.1, bed rest. Recommendation Bed rest in women who have undergone circlage should not be routinely recommended but should be individualised, taking into account the clinical circumstances and potential adverse effects that bed rest could have on women and their families, in addition to increased costs for the healthcare system. Evidence quality, for Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. Limited data exists to support the use of bed rest, but individualization of care should be considered as well as the risks associated with prolonged immobilisation. Evidence to support the recommendation. There are no studies comparing bed rest in women undergoing cervical cyclage. A Cochrane review of bed rest in women at high risk of preterm birth identified only one randomised cluster study of uncertain methodological quality. A comparison was made between 432 women prescribed bed rest and 834 women prescribed no intervention or placebo. Preterm birth before 37 weeks of gestation was similar in both groups 7.9% in the intervention group versus 8.5% in the control group. Risk ratio 0.92, 95% confidence interval 0.62 to 1.37. See reference 73. Evidence level 1 1-. minus. Section 12.2 Sexual Intercourse. Recommendation Abstinence from sexual intercourse following circlage insertion should not be routinely recommended. Evidence quality 4. Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. There is no evidence to recommend abstinence from sexual intercourse. Evidence to support the recommendation. There are no studies evaluating the effect of sexual intercourse on the risk of second trimester loss or preterm birth in women with cervical cerclage. Section 12.3 Is there a role for post-cerclage serial sonographic surveillance of cervical length? Recommendation. While routine serial sonographic measurement of the cervix is not recommended, it may be useful in individual cases. Following ultrasound-indicated circlage to offer timely administration of steroids or in utero transfer. Evidence quality 3. Strength D. Rationale for the recommendation. This is considered good practice. Recommendation. In the presence of history-indicated circlage, additional ultrasound-indicated circlage is not routinely recommended as, compared with expectant management, it may be associated with an increase in both pregnancy loss and birth before 35 weeks of gestation. Evidence quality, 3. Strength, D. Rationale for the recommendation. Data are limited to retrospective studies with small numbers. Recommendation. The decision to place an emergency cyclage following an elective or ultrasound-indicated cyclage should be made on an individual basis, taking into account the clinical circumstances. Evidence quality, four. Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. Care should be individualised. Evidence to support the recommendation. Several studies have shown a significant increase in cervical length following the insertion of elective ultrasound indicated and emergency cyclage. See reference 32, 74 to 77. A number of retrospective studies have indicated that the higher the cyclage is placed, the lower the risk of subsequent preterm delivery. See reference 32 and 78. Evidence level 2 minus. In a retrospective cohort study involving 24 women with a history-indicated cerclage and subsequent cervical length shortening to less than 25mm on ultrasound. 19 women had expectant management and 5 women underwent insertion of a reinforcing cerclage. See reference 79. Repeat sutra insertion was associated with a significantly earlier gestational age at birth, 21 versus 33 weeks of gestation, P equals 0.002 and an increased second trimester loss rate, 80% versus 15%, P equals 0.01. However, the numbers are small and selection criteria for choosing expectant management over repeat sutra insertion were not defined and hence these results may be subject to bias. This finding was supported by a further retrospective cohort study by Simcox et al. See reference 80 which assessed 25 women with a previous cyclage and evidence of membranes prolapsing through the first sutra. Of these women, 13 had a second reinforcing sutra and 12 had expectant management. Women with a reinforcing cyclage were more likely to give birth at an earlier gestation compared with those who had expectant management. 26 plus 0 plus minus 5 plus 1 Compared with 31 plus 1 plus minus 7 plus 0 weeks. P equals 0.047. Numbers are, however, again limited. Evidence level 3. Section 12.4 Is fetal fibronectin testing useful following insertion of a cervical cerclage? Recommendation. Routine fetal fibronectin testing is not recommended post saclage. However, the high negative predictive value of fetal fibronectin testing for subsequent birth at less than 30 weeks of gestation in asymptomatic high-risk women with a saclage in place may provide reassurance to women and clinicians in individual cases. Evidence quality 2+, plus strength C. Rationale for the recommendation Limited data exists However, there is a high negative predictive value of fetal fibronectin following cerclage. Evidence to support the recommendation In a retrospective observational study involving 910 asymptomatic women at high risk of preterm birth including 159 with a cervical ciclage in place Fetal fibronectin testing for the prediction of birth before 30 weeks of gestation, was shown to have a similar negative predictive value in both groups, over 98%, but a significantly lower specificity, 77% versus 90%. P less than 0.001 in those with Asutra. See reference 81. Evidence level 2+. A further small study... By Benson et al., see reference 82, undertook 71 fibronectin tests in women presenting with symptoms of labour post-cervical cerclage between 23 and 34 weeks gestation, finding the sensitivity, specificity, positive predictive value and negative predictive value for birth within two weeks of FFN testing were 100, 78, 28 and 100% respectively. Evidence level 2+. Although other tests are commercially available for the prediction of preterm birth, such as Partashore and Actin Partus, no studies to date have evaluated their use following cervical cerclage insertion. Section 12.5 Should women receive supplement progesterone following cerclage? Recommendation Routine use of progesterone supplementation following cerclage is not recommended. Evidence quality, 4. Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. NG25, recommendation. Evidence to support the recommendation. Current NICE guidelines do not advise progesterone administration following cervical cerclage. See reference, 83. Evidence Level 4 One randomised control trial of 100 women compared the use of emergency cerclage in women in addition to progesterone treatment. Those with cerclage and progesterone had an increase in pregnancy prolongation compared to progesterone alone. 28.44 plus minus 12.73 days versus 9.96 plus minus 3.27 Neonatal outcomes and early neonatal deaths were also lower in this group. See reference 84. However, it should be noted the entry criteria was defined as true labour pains and diagnosed as starting preterm labour, and no details regarding dilation or cervical length were reported. Evidence level 1- Jada et al. See reference 85 assessed whether combining interventions improved outcome in a systematic review. This included both randomised and non-randomised studies where asymptomatic women at risk of preterm birth received any combination of progesterone, pessary, cerclage, or pessary compared with either one or no intervention. No differences in preterm birth before 37 weeks were found when comparing circlage and progesterone with circlage alone. Risk ratio 1.04, 95% confidence interval, 0.71 to 2.42, evidence level 2+. There are no comparative studies on the use of progesterone in women who have undergone circlage. In a randomised controlled trial of ultrasound-indicated circlage, Involving 302 women with singleton pregnancies and a history of spontaneous preterm birth between 17 plus 0 and 33 plus 6 weeks of gestation, an analysis of the woman's recorded intention to use supplemental progesterone did not appear to have any effect on birth before 35 plus 0 weeks of gestation. Odds ratio 097 95% 95% confidence interval 0.6 to 1.6. See reference 13. Evidence level 1+. 1 Section 12.6. Should women be offered an arabin pessary or progesterone instead of a cerclage? Recommendation. There is no evidence that either progesterone or arabin pessary alone are more or less effective than cervical saclage Evidence quality 1- Strength C. Rationale for the recommendation. Data are currently lacking, but trials are ongoing. Evidence to support the recommendation. Multiple studies have compared different agents, cerclage, progesterone and pessaries, for the prevention of preterm birth. However, these often do not control for clinician preference and many of the studies are retrospective in nature. The 2017 Cochrane Review assessed the efficacy of circlage versus progesterone in high-risk women for preventing preterm birth. Two trials were included, comprising of 129 women with a short cervix on ultrasound. However, numbers were too small to detect significant differences. See Reference 3. Evidence Level 1- minus. A meta-analysis was undertaken by Jarder. Assessing the effectiveness of progesterone, cerclage, and arabin pessary insertion for preventing preterm birth in singleton pregnancies which included 36 trials with 9,425 women. Progesterone was most effective reducing preterm birth less than 34 weeks. Odds ratio 0.44 95% confidence interval 022 To 0.79. Number needed to treat. 9. Less than 37 weeks. Odds ratio 0.58. 95% confidence interval. 0.41 to 0.79. Number needed to treat. 9. And neonatal death. Odds ratio 0.5. 95% confidence interval. 0.28 to 0.58. Compared with control. Control but the data was heterogeneous and the indication for treatment included women with just a history of previous preterm birth and others who had a sonographically short cervix. Results should therefore be interpreted with caution. See reference 86. Evidence level 1+. plus. Conda Agudelo et al., see reference 87, also compared the efficacy of vaginal progesterone and cyclage in preventing preterm birth and adverse perinatal outcomes in women with a singleton gestation, previous spontaneous preterm birth and short cervix undertaking a meta-analysis of randomised control trials comparing vaginal progesterone to placebo or no treatment or cerclage to no cerclage, In women with a singleton gestation, previous spontaneous preterm birth, and a sonographic cervical length less than 25 mm. Five trials comparing vaginal progesterone versus placebo and five comparing cerclage versus no cerclage were included. Both progesterone and cerclage were equally effective for preventing preterm birth and improving perinatal outcomes. However, cerclage and progesterone were not compared directly. A number of randomised controlled trials are planned comparing the efficacy of cerclage versus pessary versus progesterone. See reference 83 and 88. Section 13. When should the cerclage be removed? Recommendation. A transvaginal cervical cerclage should be removed before labour, usually between 36 plus 1 and 37 plus 0 weeks of gestation unless birth is by pre-labour caesarean section, in which case suture removal could be delayed until this time. Evidence quality 4. Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. This is considered good practice. Recommendation. In women presenting in established preterm labour, the cerclage should be removed to minimise potential trauma to the cervix. Evidence quality, 4. Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. This is considered good practice. Recommendation. A high inserted with bladder mobilisation. Cervical cerclage will usually require anaesthesia for removal. Evidence quality, 4. Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. This is considered good practice. Recommendation. All women with a transabdominal cerclage require birth by caesarean birth, and the abdominal sutra may be left in place following birth. Evidence quality 4. Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation? This is considered good practice. Evidence to support the recommendation There are no studies comparing elective removal of transvaginal cerclage with removal in labour. However, in the absence of preterm labor, elective removal at 36 to 37 weeks of gestation is advisable, owing to the potential risk of cervical injury in labor and the minimal risk to a neonate born at this gestation. There are no studies regarding the use of anesthesia in the removal of acerclage inserted with bladder mobilization, but given that the technique involves burial of the sutra. An anesthetic is likely to be necessary for removal. Decisions regarding use of anesthetic should be taken jointly with the woman. There are no published studies on long term outcome comparing a policy of removing a transabdominal cyclage to it remaining in place. However, if further pregnancies are contemplated, it is reasonable to recommend leaving the ciclage in place. There have been anecdotal reports of sutra pulling through prior to labour, and a vaginal birth can occur safely if this is identified. Section 13.1 Should the saclage be removed following preterm pre labour rupture of membranes? PEPROM Recommendation In women with PEPROM between 24 and 34 weeks of gestation and without evidence of infection or preterm labour, Delayed removal of the saclage for 48 hours can be considered to facilitate in utero transfer. Evidence quality 4. Strength, good practice point. Rationale for the recommendation. Care should be individualised. Recommendation. Delayed sutra removal until labour ensues or birth is indicated is associated with an increased risk of maternal or fetal sepsis and is not recommended. Evidence quality 1 minus. Strength C. Rationale for the recommendation. Data are derived from one randomised control trial which was terminated early but interim analysis indicated there is no increased prolongation of pregnancy. Recommendation. Given the risk of neonatal and or maternal sepsis and the minimal benefit of 48 hours of latency in pregnancy with PPROM, before 23 and after 34 weeks of gestation, delayed sutra removal is unlikely to be advantageous in this situation. Evidence quality 1- minus. Strength C Rationale for the recommendation Data are derived from the same randomised control trial and there was a suggestion leaving the cerclage in place was associated with higher rates of chorioamnionitis. Evidence to support the recommendation a multicenter randomised controlled trial conducted by Galien et al, see reference 89, assessed women where a saclage was placed less than 24 weeks gestation in singleton or twin pregnancies with a subsequent rupture of membranes between 22 and 33 weeks gestation. Women were then randomised to retention or removal of the saclage. Expectant management was then performed and birth expedited in the presence of chorioamnionitis, fetal distress or other medical or obstetric indications. The study was terminated after 56 women were recruited in 10 years, as, even if the intended sample size of 142 was reached, interim statistical analysis demonstrated that it was unlikely that leaving a cyclage in situ after PEPROM would prolong gestation. There was also the suggestion that leaving the sutra in place was associated with higher rates of chorioamnionitis and no benefit in terms of steroid administration. Evidence level 1 minus. Section 14. Recommendations for future research. Recommendation. To further assess the role of combination therapies in the management of women at high risk of preterm delivery, specifically progesterone with cerclage. Recommendation To further evaluate the role of succlage in specific women with cervical damage, i.e. women with isolate loop excisions, cone biopsies and full dilation C-sections. Recommendation To assess the role of adjuvant diagnostics and therapies at the time of succlage such as anti-inflammatory biomarkers and antibiotics. Recommendation the details of surgical interventions, including women undergoing transabdominal circlage, such as the role of operator experience and surgical technique. Section fifteen: Suggested audit topics. Suggestion: Number of women referred to a consultant obstetrician or a specialist prematurity clinic before twelve weeks of gestation as a proportion of those eligible. For history-indicated cerclage, 100%. Suggestion. Percentage of women having cerclage in line with indications in local protocols, greater than 90%. Suggestion. Proportion of women offered aneuploidy screening before history-indicated cerclage insertion, 100%. For further information, including useful links, acknowledgements, disclosure of interests funding information, supporting information, appendices and references, please visit rcog.org.uk forward slash GTG 75. Thank you.